Welcome back to the Easy AI Podcast, where we dive into the nuts and bolts of artificial intelligence. I'm your host, Nova, and joining us again is the ever-insightful Charlotte Hinton, a machine learning expert with a knack for demystifying complex concepts. Today, we're unraveling the intricacies of reinforcement learning. Charlotte, always a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for having me back, Nova. Reinforcement learning, or RL, is one of my favorite topics, so I'm excited to jump in. Great. Let's start at the core. What exactly is reinforcement learning? Reinforcement learning is a type of machine learning where an agent learns to make decisions by taking actions in an environment to achieve a goal. It learns from the consequences of its actions rather than from being told explicitly what to do. That sounds almost like teaching a pet tricks. Is that a fair comparison? Absolutely. You reward a pet for a trick well done, and it's more likely to repeat the behavior. Similarly, in RL, we have rewards that guide the agent's learning process. So how does this agent figure out what actions to take? The agent explores the environment, initially trying out actions at random. Over time, it learns which actions lead to better rewards through a process called trial and error. Trial and error? That must require a lot of time and data, doesn't it? It can, depending on the complexity of the task and the environment. That's why much of the research in RL is about making the learning process more efficient. And how do these agents receive their rewards? Rewards are given based on the results of the actions taken. If an action moves the agent closer to its goal, it typically receives a positive reward. If it moves away from the goal or towards an undesirable state, the reward could be negative or zero. Does the agent learn anything from negative rewards then? Yes, negative rewards are just as important. They discourage the agent from taking certain actions, thus helping it to learn what not to do in the future. How do we measure the performance of a reinforcement learning agent? We use something called a policy to evaluate performance. A policy is the strategy the agent uses to decide which action to take at any given state. The better the policy, the better the agent's performance. Is developing this policy the ultimate goal of RL? Exactly. The goal is to find the optimal policy, which is the strategy that gives the agent the best possible results in the long run. Can you give us a real-world example where reinforcement learning is used? One popular example is in playing games. AlphaGo, developed by DeepMind, used RL among other techniques to beat the world champion in the game of Go. That was quite a landmark moment for AI. Now, can humans intervene in the learning process? Yes. There's a concept called human-in-the-loop reinforcement learning, where human feedback is used to guide the agent, especially early on in the learning process. This can accelerate learning and improve the agent's eventual performance. So there's a bit of a collaborative aspect to it. Precisely. It's a blend of autonomous learning and human expertise. You mentioned earlier about the importance of efficiency in RL. What strategies exist to improve that? There are quite a few strategies, but one common approach is to use what's known as function approximators, like neural networks, to estimate the value of actions rather than having to try each one. Neural networks are the backbone of deep learning, correct? That's right. When you combine neural networks with reinforcement learning, you get what's called deep reinforcement learning, which has been responsible for some of the most high-profile successes in AI recently, like the aforementioned AlphaGo. So in a way, the neural network serves as the agent's brain? In a sense, yes. 
the neural network processes input from the environment and outputs decisions, trying to maximize rewards over time. This sounds quite computation-heavy. Are there any particular challenges linked to that? Definitely. Deep reinforcement learning can be very resource-intensive and often requires significant computational power and data to achieve good results. Could you touch on the concept of the environment in RL? How does it factor into the learning process? The environment in RL encapsulates the problem space or the world in which the agent operates. It is whatever the agent interacts with and includes everything that the agent isn't, like the rules of a game, the market in a trading application, or the real world for a robotics application. And how does the agent perceive its environment? Through states, which represent snapshots of the environment at a given time. An agent's understanding of the current state is critical for deciding on the most appropriate action. How do agents cope with environments that are unpredictable or constantly changing? That's where the concept of partial observability comes into play. Sometimes the agent can't see the entire state of the environment, so it has to estimate or predict the missing information. This complicates the learning process. That must require more complex algorithms. Yes, algorithms like POMDPs, or partially observable Markov decision processes, are used to handle such scenarios. Interesting. Now, for those not familiar, what exactly is a Markov decision process? A Markov decision process, or MDP, is a mathematical framework used to describe an environment in RL. It assumes full observability and provides the model for how actions transition between states and what rewards are given. This raises another question. How do we ensure that an RL agent isn't just thinking about immediate rewards, but also the long-term outcome? That's a key challenge. The concept we use to address this is called discounting future rewards. We multiply future rewards by a factor between 0 and 1, known as the discount factor. This diminishes the value of future rewards, but not to the point where they're completely ignored. So it balances short-term and long-term rewards? Yes, and this balance is crucial for developing a robust policy. If the discount factor is too high, the agent may overvalue immediate gratification and miss out on the bigger picture. That makes sense. Let's shift gears a bit. How do you test or benchmark reinforcement learning algorithms? There are standard benchmark problems in RL, like the OpenAI Gym, which provides various environments for agents to learn and be tested on. These range from classic control tasks to Atari games, each offering unique challenges. Oh, I've heard of that. It seems like a playground for AI agents. Quite aptly put. These standardized environments help researchers compare different algorithms fairly and track progress in the field. So it's analogous to academic grading in a way, standardized tests across different students or, in this case, agents? You could say that. It's a way to gauge how well different agents have learned and how effective different RL algorithms are in various scenarios. Are there certain limitations or challenges inherent to reinforcement learning that our listeners should be aware of? Certainly. Besides the high computational cost, one major challenge is what we call the exploration-exploitation dilemma. It's the trade-off between exploring new actions to find potentially better solutions and exploiting known actions that already give good rewards. That seems like a delicate balance to strike. How do agents navigate this dilemma? There's no one-size-fits-all solution, but algorithms like Epsilon Greedy Strategies or Upper Confidence Bound, UCB, can help. 
They mix taking the best-known action most of the time with a small chance of trying something new to encourage exploration without getting stuck in a rut. On the note of exploration, what's on the horizon for reinforcement learning? We're seeing a lot of exciting work on making RL more sample efficient, so it requires less data and on transferring learning from one domain to another. There's also an emphasis on safety and making sure RL systems behave predictably when deployed in the real world. That's really promising. As we wrap up this enlightening conversation, could you share a final thought or piece of advice for someone just beginning their journey with reinforcement learning? Don't be deterred by the initial complexity. Start with simple problems and simulations like the OpenAI Gym. It's an incredibly rewarding field with a lot of potentials to change the way systems make decisions autonomously. Thank you so much, Charlotte, for breaking down the wonders of reinforcement learning for us. Your expertise is always appreciated on the Easy AI podcast. Thanks, Nova. I'm happy to contribute and look forward to more AI adventures on future episodes. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe for more deep dives into the world of AI. Until next time.